Welcome to FFC Top 3, a show where we, your FFC hosts, count things down from 3 to number 1. Thank you for joining us this week, and thank you for sticking with us through our little break. By the way, that's my dog, Buddy, who has a very cute picture on Twitter right now. But if you have a suggestion for us for Top 3, be sure to drop us a note in all the usual places. This week is a suggestion by Blue, our Top 3 best pieces of advice which is kind of a nice way to receive kind of close not given receive receive still that was a hard one yes still you threw me for a loop on that i i well and that's why i was like i was just because i i don't know like i was looking through some stuff and they're like fun questions to ask i was like okay let's go down this particular rabbit hole Mm -hmm. and most of them were like what is this and i'm like i don't care i don't care about you go away There's two of them that I, I I think I want to do the next one, the other one next week actually, because I'm I'm curious on it. But there was a, there was there was two that stood out. And this was one that actually I really liked the most. So sweet. Well, w- joining us this week we have Miss Dragonfly, aka Paige, aka Miss Lore Extraordinaire. She's joining us in the hot seat. And are you feeling up to the challenge for this top three this week? Yeah, it. I actually had to talk to my dad about this one. He's like, why are you asking me? You never listen to anything I tell you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, be some good stories. You're right, you're right. <laughs> I mean, you, best advice received doesn't mean necessarily best advice taken. Correct. So... Uh, Blue, I'm going to have you go first, then Paige, then I will close it out this week. So what's your number three, Blue? Uh, my number three was from a really, actually, from like as long as I can remember, <clears throat> I was always, I, I've always had it kind of beaten into me to do the right thing, not the easy thing. Um, and so that's kind of been always my, one of my guiding things is to, you know, even though it's not the easiest thing to do still do the right thing uh and that's you know whether that's in business whether that's in school or you know just in your personal life that was always something that we kind of that was like one of the golden rules around our house growing up yeah i mean it's sometimes hard to do oh yeah but i mean that that was that's the whole point too is that it's not it's like you know always take the high road type thing it's 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 not it's not going to be the easy thing. It's not going to be the easy way, but that doesn't mean that you don't do it. Uh, so, I don't know. It's just nice. something that I've always kind of taken to heart. Nice. Starting out strong and making my number three, once we get to it, to seem slightly less heavy. Paige, what's your number three? Don't go to bed angry. Ah, yeah. That's hard to do, too. It is really hard to do because, like... Growing up, I just had some really bad situations between family, school, whatever. So, um, I, and I don't even remember where I heard this one from. I probably read it in a book somewhere. But it, you wake up feeling better if you resolve the issues before you go to bed. So I've always kind of taken that to heart, especially with we actually just got married in June. So I try not to go to bed too angry at him most nights. It just, yeah, being, it kind of leads me into my number three, too, just being aware and uh, making sure that you're 
doing this, taking the steps that you need to take to make sure that your relationship stays strong. My number three is listen first, pause, then respond. And the pause is actually the most important thing. It's the, it's so easy to react immediately after you hear somebody Mm -hmm. say something. So it kind of tags in with yours a little bit as well. But yeah, that one is advice that I got from a book, not necessarily anybody in particular, but just a book randomly in college. I thought it was super important to be able to take that moment, breathe, try not to react emotionally and try to view it from the outside perspective. But up to you, number two, Blue. Um, This was – so I grew up with – my family had a fairly successful, like, small business. And so growing up, we were always, you know, being in the office was kind of just part of our life. Like, we were just always around there. And another one of the ones that – one of the big rules that not just our not just our parents but like all the business owners that we interacted with and everything they always harped on was basically don't let success go to your head always work as if you're you know just starting out always do your best give it your best no matter what never rest on your laurels and mm-hmm. um you know from a professional standpoint uh it's hard to do that but i've seen the I've seen both sides to that, and it's definitely one of the best pieces of advice I've ever been given, especially for a professional setting, is to just never, never just don't don't have something like always give it 100 percent if you can or give it give it the best that you can give at that time uh, and never just let the previous success carry you. Definitely good advice. Paige, what about your number two? Don't change yourself to please others. Change yourself to please you. That one's hard. I think yes. out of all of them yep. so far, yep. that one is the hardest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my you- dad always like harped on me, like, you need to do you and not worry mm-hmm. about the other people. Yeah, that's actually one of my thro- my my other other things, other runs is... Um, it's it's hard, especially like you know having having a child now. Um, it's it's weird seeing it on the opposite side of the fence. Like you mm-hmm. know, it was one thing growing up and being told that, and you're like, yeah, 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 and you know, but you don't understand. And now it's like, like oh, oh Lord, <laughs> like yeah. no, you you are like you know with with our our little guy, he's so he's he's. He's so unique. He's so awesome the way he is. They have such big personalities. They do. They have such big personalities. And it's like, but then they go into, you know, social situations and you're like, no, no, don't, no, don't do like either bad or good. Like, you know, whatever. But it's like, there's a part of them that I'm like, I don't want that to change. You know, that curiosity or that eagerness to learn or something like that. I don't want to lose that. Or my daughter's biggest thing is she is so socially inclined that yeah she will go up to anyone and say her full name and be like, hey, I'm Alyssa. Oh. <laughs> and middle last name insert. And I'm like, here's my social security number and my birthday. <laughs> I'm like, I'm oh, glad no. you want to interact with people, but please, you're stressing me out. 
Ours, ours, it's good. Ours oh, did gosh. that. <laughs> oh. You know, you know what's nice though that she's outgoing enough to go and talk to somebody. Oh yeah, that for I sure. I understand the worrisome aspect, but that is also a skill that's kind of few and far between with kiddos these days. Right. Some of them are not so good shy, at approaching. and we s- mm-hmm. I see that all the time in the salon chair. Is they don't even want to talk to me. They just like sit there terrified. I'm like. I'm I'm okay. Like you can talk. We can have a conversation. Let's talk about Paw Patrol. Let's talk about Sophia the First. Like I want you to be comfortable. Yeah. The gift of gab is something that doesn't come naturally to a lot of people anymore. That's that's for sure. So my number two is actually a piece of crucible advice for for gaming, and it's from Lux Regalia, and I don't know if he's actually in chat this evening or not, but it's something that he taught me probably about a year or so ago because I never, ever really wanted to go into comp. I was terrified of getting into comp because it's so sweaty. And (sighs) (laughs) the piece of advice he gave me was – When you're playing comp, if you lose two matches in a row, go into like a quick play playlist, cool down, reset, kind of get back into the flow of things before you decide to go back into the comp playlist. Because if you're playing angry, you're making poor decisions just based off of like that emotional response instead of trying to think logically. And so getting into a situation that is a little less tense or a little less I guess. um, More relaxed. Yeah. I want to say a little less rewarding in some ways, but I guess a little less sweaty. All those quick play has been super sweaty lately. Oh my God. It's been awful. (laughs) (laughs) Pins. (laughs) Pins. Yeah. If you're getting into a too sweaty of a match, I'm going to have to agree with pins on this one. You just shut down destiny Two completely. You turn on Halo 5 and you go into some good, relaxing Super Fiesta. Has Super Fiesta ever been relaxing? Yes, it's always relaxing and it's always hilarious and it's just, it's just easy. It's, you know, it's just, it just makes you feel good about yourself. I'd rather shove toothpicks in my eyes. (laughs) Just, just, I'm sorry for the Halo fans. That is not my game mode. Blue, what does this gun do? I don't know. Just pull the trigger. <laughs> I have actually, what? and you can put oh, me on the crucifix now. I've never played Halo. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no crucifix needed. It's I, it's a I good never game. It's just growing up. Yeah, I was PlayStation, Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, all that good nice. stuff. Nice. <laughs> do you have an Xbox That's now? All right. Nope. Okay. Well. Then you're still forgiven. We have two PlayStations and a three TV set up in our living room right now. Well, I, what I hear is that you have two wrongs and you still have the chance to make one decision of a right. So, uh, you, know, you know what? PlayStation isn't that bad. No, it's not. Well, and as and the thing is, is like, that's the other thing is as the consoles have kind of evolved these last couple generations, it's honestly gotten to a point where the difference is They're the controller. Identical. The difference is the mm-hmm. controller. Like I, I'll pick up a PlayStation controller. And I'm like, I have no idea what to do with this because yeah. I'm so used to the Xbox. Um, because it's off staggered thumbstick. Yeah, it's a staggered thumbstick. Yeah. and like, and the controller is also you know shaped distinctly differently as well. But like that mm-hmm. staggered thumbstick, you don't realize. I, I mean, I don't even realize how much I actually 
prefer that. But then, like, when we were at Guardian Con, they were like, here's a PlayStation. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was so happy we were playing on Xboxes. Like I'm like, oh no! <laughs> I was super happy it wasn't mouse and keyboard. Oh, right. yeah. I tried. Terrifying. I tried. I tried to switch over to mouse and keyboard for Destiny Two with the whole cross save thing. And mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I played for like two minutes and I was like, nope. I'd be nope, a complete nope. potato. I pretty I much still was. In my controller. I'd be worse I pretty much was. than I am now. <laughs> no. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, blue. What do you think about the new mini fridge? Uh, I'm gonna censor myself, but I am so f- excited for it. Really, you're, you're yeah. excited for the new here's mini the fridge? Thing. This is Pin- so Pins and I were talking about this actually. Um, here's the thing: I don't buy consoles for aesthetics. I could, I, I can't even see my console, so I could, I could care less what it looks like. The thing is, is if you read the specs on that thing, it's a beast. And the reason why it's the shape that it is, is because it has dedicated, it has a whole new layer of dedicated graphics and and hardware in it that in the current iteration of consoles, there's just simply, I mean, there's just simply not the space for it. And if you look at like the way that they have, they have revolutionized the energy uh, components of it which uh, speaking of which if you if you're not understanding what I'm talking about go look at the specs of the Xbox one the guy at Microsoft who redesigned the way that electricity is generated and is passed into the Xbox one actually reinvented the distribution process of electricity within the console the the thing that he that the thing that they designed for the Xbox one uh, was patented and named after that that technician. Because nice. they, they they completely reintroduced like reinvented the whole thing. Um, they then they were going to have to because yeah, it, at this it can't, point it can't keep there's up. not much it can't keep up. right there's not much difference between a PC and a con. I mean, there is between like high end PCs, but the it's there's so much power within right. the console yeah, right I mean, now and, at this and point. The thing, and then also the nice thing is like the other the other really cool thing about the Xbox. I think it was the Xbox One X. Um, I don't think it was in the original Xbox One, but they actually switched at some point on the consoles. They switched to uh, a hydro cooling, but it's not full hydro. It's actually like a steam cool. It's really, it's okay. a really kind of, I, and I can't remember off the top of my head, so I apologize for that. But it was really cool because he was like, basically, you get the same benefits of like a super efficient hydro cooling processor, like component setup, but you, you it takes like a fourth the space. Like it's and and so like with the Xbox process, and I know that P, uh, PlayStation has similar developments. I'm not. I I just I don't have PlayStation, so I don't know the specs mm-hmm. in and out like I do. Um, with Xbox, I've always I've always played on an Xbox, and like I mean, I'll make I'll make fun digs at PlayStation, but honestly, <laughs> but honestly, at the at the point, I'm at the point where it's like, look, if you're if if uh, I don't know. I, I don't care. It's the um, label on the outside it's, of the yeah, plastic. Yeah, it's 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 getting to the point. Yeah, it has gotten to the point where that is exactly the truth, um, in my mind. Like the the mm-hmm. the difference between the two consoles, in my opinion, are really just the the exclusive titles. Which yeah. even that line, as we get more and more kind of into the weeds, yeah, and... we're getting more and more blurred there as well. Well, even Destiny so, dropped exclusives for PlayStation. Oh yeah, well, and I mean that, and that was a huge thing too. 
Um, I, I mean, I, I have my own personal opinions about the business <laughs> decision on that, but, um, but it was huge too, because I think that's, I think they're just getting on the bandwagon with everything else. I mean, Microsoft has made huge strides with, uh, their studios, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Ninja mm-hmm. Theory, uh, I saw the Hellblade 2, uh, trailer, whole, oh, whole, oh my gosh, it looks amazing. Um, and that was, and that entire trailer, so a a cool little thing about that was that entire trailer they said was actually filmed with the in console graphics, uh, set up on the Xbox series X. So that entire trailer was actually done through the console. It was not done on a computer outside and then like, you know, reinvented. Um, so, I mean, I mean, and I don't know, like, I mean, it's to a lot of people, it comes down to pricing, um, the thing it does and the thing to remember with the xbox and with the playstation what is it five i think um yeah is they're gonna the we're, we're getting to a point where i'm gonna not be surprised to start seeing modular consoles which which by what i mean is like you're gonna get a console that instead of buying a console every five years you're just gonna buy components to that console sure. and upgrade it i'm 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 actually kind of surprised that this wasn't the generation that they made that jump um i was kind of half expecting that to be so but i mean i buy i don't know i know i get grief for it but i buy consoles because i don't want to keep up with a gaming computer you know Mm -hmm. so i'm willing to drop a nicer dollar once you know and then have it i i like having it where i can turn it on and i know i can play the game i'm just lazy that way and I don't have the time to keep up with PCs anymore. Like when I had, when I was in college and I had time to dedicate to, you know, keeping up with the latest specs and keeping up with all that. Sure. I, I liked gaming computers, but then, you know, once I had to go Life, out to the, the real adult. world, yeah, be an adult. <laughs> and then, you know, especially now being married, having a kid, you know, all that stuff, I just don't have time to keep up with it. Right. And I'm willing to pay. And yeah. I, and not only am I willing to, but I thankfully, you know, luckily have the, the means to be able to pay for the ease of the console. So, but no, as to answer your question, no, I'm actually, I, I, um, I saw the aesthetics <laughs> of it because I was watching. Oh yeah, I, I saw the the aesthetics of it, and I remember telling Pins, I was like, I was like, well, you know, my response to the aesthetics, like initially, is like, eh, I I like it better than the towers, like the I, the way that they've always had the Xboxes displayed, where it's just like this skyscraper. Yeah, I mean, like this, I, I don't, know. I don't feel like I, I'm gonna break this one. That's this one true. Is a lot like Xbox hardier. Well, the Xbox One actually i like over the xbox 360 for that exact reason when i got the xbox Mm -hmm. one and i have like the one of the original xbox ones i don't have like the s or the x or whatever um Mm -hmm. like when i got it i picked it up and i was like oh thank god it's a console that i don't feel like it's gonna like break in half because that was the Mm -hmm. thing with the 360 or the i think we have the 360 s up in our living room right now for our dvd machine I just feel like that thing's going to break. I just, I like, I constantly am afraid that thing's just going to like fall apart at some point. Um, but yeah. And I mean, the other nice thing is, is they built it so it can be uh, horizontal or vertical, you know, so that you don't have to worry about that. That's um, kind of nice for spacing like, because mm-hmm, you don't always yeah. have the space for stuff. Well, the thing you see on Reddit right now is all these entertainment centers that are like the, f- the low profile for like the VCR. So it's that horizontal right, right. and they, they've created these modified, um, 
blueprints essentially where the tower is sticking up through the top oh, of yeah. the yeah. deal. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and some of that, like, mm. I don't, I don't have, like, where my console is set up for my gaming stuff, I don't have that worry because I just have shelves. Mm-hmm. I can just move the shelf, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But upstairs in our, in our den, you know, where we do, that's, I mean, that is kind of a concern, but I'm also, it's also got mobile shelves, so I can just move the shelf if I need to. I, I don't, nice. but yeah. Yeah. But yes. You know what? I think that's a good place to kind of wrap back into our number one good advice, even though there's no segue, yeah, but I'm going to force it there. Go for it. I got, hey, you, you tangented <laughs> yeah. off on game awards <laughs> yep. for me. Hey, I'm good right? with it. So, n- number one, Paige, what's your number one? It's okay to fail. If you don't yes. fail, you will never learn. And I mm. remember um, junior year in our English cla- class, we had this capstone project. And all throughout the year, we had to read these articles about like that 10,000th hour or that 10 year where you have to become, oh, what do they call that? Where you're basically certified and you actually know what you're doing after you learn something 10 years in a row or something like that oh like a master plan master yeah Yeah. and like going through journeyman projects and stuff like that right and one of the Mm -hmm. ted talks we had watched in our class was a ted talk on failure and i think Mm -hmm. people look down on failure and think i shouldn't have failed at that or gosh they're gonna really beat themselves up about it and stew on it but we really need to look at failure as a point to learn and grow yeah you learn more from reflecting on a loss than you do from a win right yeah the high from the win is nice but what did you actually learn from it yeah absolutely blue what is your number one uh so it's not really counter to that one but one of the things like again i like i had said my my parents and so like growing up i was always <clears throat> i always was around like the business owners and the business founders and stuff and it was surprising to me and and i feel really weird even saying this but one of the things that they always told me and this is like the one of the most counter like counterintuitive things in my head because like you know growing up you're always like oh these people got to be geniuses they have to know exactly what they're doing they have you know they're they're lucky that they have all this and without fail pretty much every single one of them told me that when it comes to business a large majority of them have found that it's sometimes it's actually usually necessary to fake it until you make it. And I was like, wait, what? Yep. And I, I remember I remember sitting there as a kid. I'm like, wait, so you're lying to people? And they're like, no, 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 no. It's not lying. <laughs> but like it's it's uh, what I'm trying to remember how they phrased it. It was like it's selectively showing people successes within the business. Like this isn't just personal stuff. This is like professional but like, mm-hmm. like I remember one of the times I sat down with one of these guys and he was talking about like, oh, our, someone was asking him, you know, we know that this quarter has been really rough and, you know, how, how's everything going with you guys? Because I know everyone else is struggling. He's like, oh, we're doing great. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, you just lied. Like, you, you're biz- <laughs> like, you're bi- I know, I know you guys are in a rough spot. And I remember talking to him afterwards and being like, but, but you, that's not the truth. Like, he's like, but... He's like, in a certain way, yes, you're right. We we are having problems, but we're still in business. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, we're still, we're still here. We're still doing stuff. So in perspective, we are doing great. And the other thing is in business, sometimes false comp, like a, a false show of confidence actually makes or breaks businesses. And so it's like this weird, like you're, you're not lying, but you're kind of not telling the whole truth. I don't know. It was really weird. And I just remember like sitting there, I'm like, huh? Okay. I mean, it's just, it's to me, it was really counterintuitive because these were guys who were like, you know, do the right thing, do the, you know, do the right thing, do be moral about it, you know, take the high road and all this. And they're always like, you know, fake it until you make it with businesses. And mm-hmm. it was like, I'm like, all right, man. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's one of, that's, that's one of that's the, that's one. one of the advices that has like really stood out. I mean, for forever. I've I just I've always remembered that piece of advice, uh, especially with like with regards to uh, professional endeavors. Um, a lot of times it's it's and, and and chat's talking about that right now. It's like, man, it's a tough it's a tough thing, but you got to sell it like, you know, that's that's part of being being in the higher echelons of the the business management's uh you know rafters is like you have to be able to sell that that confidence in your product and part of that is selling your business and so that's Mm -hmm. that's ultimately what it is yeah i was told that after i graduated beauty school you fake it till you make it i'm like how do you fake a haircut (laughs) oh well and i mean it's it's, so it's it's like not that it's It's not more faking the confidence in your yes, skill. Yes. And that's exactly I guess that's that's a really good clarification. Because you still need the skills. Mm-hmm. Like you still need to know what you're doing. But this is more about like the success rate like the success of the overall like behind like the soft skills, not the hard skills. Like the hard skills like the knowledge of how to do stuff and like with what I do is like reporting and database analysis and stuff like that. Like you still have to understand what you're doing. But when you come into a meeting and you're like, okay, this is what's going on. You know, we're going to do this and this and this. And like, well, we don't know how to fix it. Even if we don't know how to fix it, we're like, we have to be like, we have to put the face on like, well, we're going to figure it out. We're going to get this fixed. Like, even if you don't know how you're going to fix it, you have to approach it with the fact that it is a, it is a problem that you can overcome. It is going to get fixed. And there's also the aspect of as you're gaining, not only as you're gaining that skill or like you you may have graduated or like succeeded in whatever schooling, you still may not have all the skills that that job requires. There's a lot of learning on the job. And so keeping your keeping the confidence that you can, are can and will do the job and do it exactly, not necessarily exactly exactly as the textbook or whatever but as good as you can that's important too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i'm selling shoes i've never been a shoe person (laughs) and shoes are there's so many different varieties of like type shapes of feet and widths and thickness and it's just all just interesting to know that one shoe may work for one type of person but not the other and it's I can sit there and do lectures with the the manager at the store all I want, but until I get out there and actually start doing it and basically trial and error my way through, but keeping a confident mind, as it's not going to start absorbing. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of learning on the on the on the go. Oh, for sure, I've learned a hundred times more being at the salon than actually in school. Like, yeah, we mm-hmm. learned the textbook stuff, but actually 
going out there doing it, seeing all the different hair types and stuff like that, it's totally different. Oh, yes. So my final one is not necessarily... It's not. It's a piece of advice, but it doesn't come across as a piece of advice to begin with. And it is, some people may come into your life for a moment, a reason, or a season. And I had a very interesting lady um, tell me this when I was just about out of college. And I was kind of dealing with the the whole aspect of my family not necessarily being super close and um, some of my family not being exactly super kind at that point in time. And it was just a reassuring kind of saying that just if they come back, great, but your life, your determination of what you end up doing is not dictated by another person. And so you shouldn't get hung up if a person that you really, really want to be in your life decides to leave all of a sudden for their own purposes or own reasons that it may just be their time. And they may have taught you something great while they were there. And it's time for them to move on. And that's okay. So for sure. Mm-hmm. Jay, do you have some of those other also rams? Yeah, I got a lot of them. But I'm gonna boil, yeah, I wondered. I'm gonna boil it down. Like I mean, like, I don't know. I'm gonna boil it down to a couple. Uh, one of them is keep a schedule and actually keep it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hone the discipline mm-hmm. that's needed to keep that. So make a schedule and keep it. Uh, I cannot stress how much that has helped me personally in both personal and professional as well as school. Um, like that has been one of the biggest things for me. Um, the other one that I would say is learn how to let go of things that you can't control. Uh, so basically only like, and it's, it's hard. It's oh my gosh. freaking, yes. it's so hard. Um, but hang on. Uh, yeah, basically like I was always told as a kid, don't worry about what you can't control. Don't worry about them. Worry about what you can do. You know, that's again, that whole thing, do the right thing, not the, not the easy thing, but you know, and like having a six year old too, it's, it's starting to come up with him. It's, you know, well, they get to do this. And I'm like, no, it's like, I'm not worried about them. You mm-hmm. shouldn't be worried about them. Let's worry about you mm-hmm. and make some, let's make sure that we're making good decisions. And that's a hard lesson. It's a hard lesson for a kid. It's a hard lesson for oh, an adult. For sure. Like it's, it's very, very thought. Um, yeah, chat also wants me to put don't push every button. Uh, but that's a lie. That's a lie. You got to push buttons every and once buttons, in a while. Especially when they're big and red and they say don't push. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, basically, don't, don't, um, just let it go. Like, and it's, it's hard. It's hard for me to even say that because I, I, that's one of my biggest struggles. Um, you know, like if you're if you have coworkers who are not lifting their share, you know, or something like that, do what you can do. And I mean, the thing is, is like at the end of it, it reminds me of like this old quote that we always got told is, you know, those who mind don't matter, but those who matter mind like they, mm-hmm. they know they recognize the people who you need to worry about are recognizing what's going on. It might not seem like it. It might. Oh, and, and it, sometimes sometimes that might not be the case. But in the end, it, it tends to go. What goes around tends to come back around. It, it really does just tend to do that. Um, but yeah, those those are my two big also ends also rands. So 
don't be afraid to take time for you is one of my yes. biggest ones. It's the it's one of the things that my mother made sure to impress upon me, which is kind of weird because my mother if anybody knows much about my mother, it is it's more of my mom is a kind of an interesting character in not only my life just in general. She's she's a very sweet lady, but she makes some very inter- interesting decisions on a regular basis and it's like, okay, you do you. But one of the things she did do very well was make sure that when I was getting overwhelmed because I am the kind of person and I was the kind of kid that got involved in everything in school. I did multiple types of clubs. I did sports. I did, and I was in a small school, so it was a lot easier to do than some some areas of the country. But I would overwhelm myself pretty Spread often. Too thin. Hmm. And so I had to learn how to, when I start to feel myself get to that point step away. And it's still something I have to work on now. It's part of the reason that FSC took a little bit of a break like we did, because I wanted to make sure that both Jay and I weren't just burning out completely because we both do this a little bit. Don't we, Jay? Just a little bit. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Keeping a schedule is not always a good thing, actually. (laughs) It can be. As Green has made me figure out. I th- it's keeping the promises you make yourself. Oh, for sure. So I have a fun That's... one, just completely out there one. I was thinking about this while I was at work today. And this little okay. girl was talking to one of our other stylists. I think she was probably seven or eight. And she goes, did you know if you don't work out every day, you're going to die? <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Hang on. I want to know what the response was because I have my response, but I'm curious what the response to that would have been. So, uh, the stylist she was talking to was one of our stylists who's a little heavier set and she has some heart issues. And her face just like was pure shock. And I was in the middle of an applying a color and I lost it. Oh, the I'm... other stylist looked at me yeah. like my head, like I grew a second head. <laughs> and I looked at her and I'm like, who told you that? And she goes, my gym teacher. Uh-huh. I'm like, of course. Oh, but, man. But that's not true, honey. <laughs> and she goes, but the teacher said so. Like, dead, dead panned. Teacher said so. That's an instance that's where what, I imagine what, something what, got taken out of context. Yeah, that's when you turn back around and you say, and guess what? If you don't work out every day, you're going to die too. Like, it's... I was here's just a, so here's a bubble, that came Here's out a of bubble that it's like, it's like, I looked down at my hand, I have a pen, and there's a bubble. And I'm like, oh, oh, I can, I can just... You can just pop the pop bubble. <laughs> her dad looked at her and like, utter like disappointment (laughs) he like looked back from the reception area and just kind of shook his head and like sat back in his chair (laughs) that's what i'm like i I, oh my gosh that's awesome i'm like if my kid says that to anybody i hope they don't know that i game probably 20 plus hours a week (laughs) right I have like a pedometer on my phone and days that I am homesick or like just home and gaming. It's a real sad day. It's 
the as twenty my feet goes. from the couch to the Keurig to the fridge and back. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, the but see, if you make that lap, if you make that, yeah, you make a lap a couple times, you're good to go. Right? Heart That's rate's like up they were talking. They're talking That's about one of the uh, out of the ten thousand we need to do daily. One of the things that I guess like they're trying to push over in the EU is instead of calories, they're trying to say, okay, it would take you this long of exercise to wear off, and it's like I'm like, nope. Nope, I already know. Like, I already know that I'm bad. I don't need your help. Like, I don't. Oh, I don't need sure. your help to. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! That makes me happy. Any any other also rans page? Did you have any I other extra have any ones? Extra that, you ones. Had? that one just came to mind because it was like perfect. Because nice. I was thinking about it while I was at work, and then that happened, and I just I was like, I have to tell them that. I can definitely say if you don't use it, you'll lose it as far as like flexibility or athleticism or even um, muscle memory for the game. Like if I'm gone from the game for a while, you will like, I feel like I've lost all finesse in the thumb control and with crucible and everything. So if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Stretching stuff like that. Athletics, obviously. It's just ah, pins. <laughs> What did Penn say? Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. If you don't use it, it will begin to rust. <laughs> that is amazing. Is, is that why my knees are squeaky? <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. I'm just now. like, there's, there's a lot of responses. None of them are, are good to that, to that statement. Yeah, that, that's that okay. Was good. That was good. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. I think we should wrap up this top three. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Dragon, for joining us, Paige. I appreciate you for hopping in on this one. Can't wait to see what we got for the intro session. Uh, for those of you who are in the future and listening to this in podcast form, I'm sure it was great. So until next time, remember, everybody loves a list. Thank you.